everyone. Thanks again for joining us for Two Schmoes Podcast, where we believe that no matter how average you think you are, we believe that you can make a difference in someone's life. I'm here with Mike. What's up? And we're excited that you guys are here listening with us. So excited. So excited. All right. So last week, Mike, we ended with the conversation of building community and connections with each other, yeah. which led us kind of to uh, to not get too far down the road with this stuff because we know that um, people like you know shorter podcasts and all that jazz right. with all the you know probably six people that are listening to this currently. Yeah. Well, I hear your mom listened to one, so we might be at seven now. She, yeah, she's, she's, she, funny story is she said that she listened to one, but only got halfway through. So shout out to my mom halfway. Thanks for giving uh, us, giving us 10 minutes of time. Thank you. We appreciate it. We love you. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, we talked about, uh, we were wanting to talk about um, uh, connections and how maybe some events have really marked your life and how that, you know, can really change your life. So yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, um, any off the top of your head uh, that you have thought of? Yeah, I've got a couple different events and, and things, but this is not, this isn't like an event I would say, but it's coming to me now just as we get into this here. Uh, in college, I, I went to Greenville college, which is about 40 minutes east of St. Louis. Okay. Uh, in the middle of uh, Bond County, Illinois, which is out there in the middle of nowhere, essentially. Sure. I believe Sounds Bond like County it. is the smallest county. Um, there's probably more livestock than there are people in the county there. Oh, holla. And so, so, you know, college, we would, we would have to travel uh, to do anything remotely interesting. And, uh, and so I remember the late night, you know, like pokies run that we would do. Now pokies was the local truck stop about 15, 20 minutes down the road. Thank you for and, uh, filling me in on that. Cause I yeah. had no idea. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Pokies doesn't sound like, you know, like your, uh, your normal restaurant or place that you'd want to <laughs> hang out, but this was, this was a fun experience. Okay. So, you know, being college students, we'd go over there at like 1.30, 2 a.m and uh and just you know eat whatever they had that day and it's the local truck stop so they're serving 24 hours a day seven days a week and they used to have some of these like gigantic desserts uh i it was like called an ooey gooey i believe and it was it was i swear it was like two tubs of ice cream on top of like monkey bread and it was basically like a heart attack in a bowl uh with sugar and it was just sounds amazing and you, you really probably should have shared it with like the table, but everybody would get their own. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so just fun memories like that, you know, doing, doing stuff like that is, uh, is coming to mind. Lots of, lots of fun stuff from, from college days, you know, those yeah. late night runs. Yeah. Um, we, but anyways. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to say, you know, last, not last year, but like last football season, um, if that makes sense, yep. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a Chicago bears fan. And so the bears were doing all right, actually that year and, um, went to a game with my dad and this, this was in December in Chicago 
and it it happened to be like one of the coldest days of the year i believe like with the wind chill it was negative 10 degrees without the wind chill without the wind chill it was like positive eight degrees kind of a deal (laughs) i mean it was it was freezing cold and uh it was an experience my dad and i definitely bonded uh that that day um (laughs) Did you snuggle as well? Because I think I might have snuggled with my dad if that was the case. <laughs> no, we didn't. But uh, but my dad, he ended up getting me long underwear for Christmas then as a follow-up to that. Funny. Because I, because I had complained the whole game yeah. about how cold I was. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, so it's just fun like that. We also, you know, saved a person's life who was drunk and falling over the edge wow. of the Wow, way to the, go. Uh, upper deck there, you know. So we caught her and then okay. she was arrested by the uh, security there. Wow, but okay. That's a story for another day. But here yeah. here I thought that at the Chicago games, that's like kind of a normal, like, oh yeah, she just, you know. No, I, I mean no. just I know We're how no they Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. Well, hey, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's you know, just fun stuff like that. I <laughs> one of my favorite things about that game though is we're all freezing cold. It's, it's a pretty important, you know, series in the game uh, coming down the wire. The bears were, they had a lead, you know, at this point I think, and they're trying to to keep the Rams from scoring and nobody can really cheer because the air is just so cold. Right. Sure. And here's my dad trying to cheer as, and I've got my phone going, I'm, I'm like recording this right of the game. And, I watch it back later and I, all I hear is my dad trying to cheer and he's just going, Ooh, and <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest noise. It was Fantastic. not a cheer. It was more like a whimper. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, wow, my family funny. loves that because that's we just, hilarious. Hey, remember that time that dad was like, yeah. at the bears game. Do you still have that? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't right. play it on here. You know, sure. I, haven't, uh, I haven't asked him if I can embarrass yeah, him to sure. all seven of the listeners, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was that's a good memory. That's awesome. Fun wow. stuff like that. You got anything like that? Yeah, actually, um, as you're talking about that, um, when I moved to Wisconsin, um, my dad was in the area for um, a business trip. And we, we actually drove over to Madison uh, to watch Badgers play. And okay. we bought, um, we like just- Badgers football or- Badgers basketball? football, yeah, okay. football. Um, just one day he was here. He's like, Hey, are the Badgers playing? So we checked if they're playing. They were. And so the next morning we got up and drove to Madison, bought tickets. I believe they were playing Northwestern. Okay. So guaranteed win. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry now, Northwestern. <laughs> and, um, I can't tell you if, uh, if they won, I'm, I mean, again, I'm pretty sure that they did win. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I remember uh, going to the game. Um, I remember, you know, walking the distance that we walked and walking up the uh, to our seats, which was like a nosebleed section or whatever. Um, yeah. And even still to this day, my dad would, um, during football season, um, on Saturdays, I usually get a text from him and he would always say, uh first and 10 wisconsin just because every time that they got it it was just a cliche um every time first and 10 wisconsin you know kind of a thing and so it was again almost not as awesome as a whimper but (laughs) you know just a very memorable thing and it's a 
consistent um, conversation that my dad and I have. And one of those, I mean, I can, I, uh, I can still picture our photo together, you know, and just um, how much of a great day that was. And I'm, uh, that was probably my only, well, uh, besides a Fresno state football game, mm-hmm. uh, any football game that I've been to, um, you know, with my dad. And so it's, you know, one of those that I will definitely remember, um, uh, for years to come. And so, yeah, that was a really cool, you know, and again, you know, every time I hear first in 10 Wisconsin, I, you know, think of that, you know, day with my dad. And so that's, yeah. You, you know, think of that day, get a little tear in your eye and just, Love, uh yeah love. sure sure I'm not sure if i get a tear in my eye but i i get a warm feeling <laughs> in my heart i guess would be the actual maybe uh how i'm feeling okay so yeah it's um really you know definitely you know something that i will remember you know for years to come so yeah yeah i uh i'm thinking back to uh must have been 2005 Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer of 2005, my family was living up in Slinger, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and uh, and I had some buddies from where I grew up that came up to visit me, and and so what we did actually was we went to a Coldplay concert at Alpine Valley. Oh, fun! Mm-hmm. And I'd never been to Alpine Valley before. Uh, never have been back actually. So okay. once and only i guess one and only time i've been there but we saw Coldplay. it was sure. like uh, uh their x and y tour okay. remember and, and that album yep. they had like fix you on it and all those mm-hmm. uh really good songs really great album yeah uh, best concert i'd ever been to wow okay, okay. Mm-hmm. incredible concert uh just everything was so good uh, just ugh, the showmanship the the music was incredible uh but beyond that, there there was just so much to take in. Uh, you know, if you're a person like me, you enjoy people watching. Yeah. And there was so much interesting stuff going on around me. Uh, there was there was this guy who had to be high on shrooms that he asked my buddy and I like once, "Hey, have you seen my my mommy?" And <laughs> we're like, "No." You know, didn't think anything of it. And then he like kept walking and, you know, and and he eventually like 15 minutes later, he walked back over and asked us, have you seen my mommy? And And this is an older guy. I mean, not a a little kid or anything. He's probably somewhere between 25 and 30. Right. Sure. And uh, he asked us four different times if we had seen his mommy. Wow. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and after that fourth time, he attempted to walk down the hill. <laughs> I say attempted because he made it, you know, four or five steps. And then he went head over heels and rolled down the hill wow. into somebody else down below. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. And Ouch. Uh, so there was, you know, there was stuff like that going on. There was, it was just an, a, an incredible experience as a whole, you know, like you get sure. the concert, but then you get all these, these weirdos <laughs> there watching it with us. And, uh, just a great time. And my buddy, Brian, that, that went to that concert with me, uh, we still talk about that. Cause it's just, it's, it's a funny, like memory that we have together. Funny. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that, that's funny. I, um, I think it was past summer. 
um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, do you like the killers? I'm like, sure. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan. However, I enjoyed their music. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Why? What's up? You know, he's like, oh, well, uh, I got, I have killer tickets to, I have killer, <laughs> I have killer, killer t- tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, I have, I have tickets to the killer show. How's that one? Um, at Summerfest, if you and Elizabeth uh, want to go, I'm like, uh, sure, that'd be great. So um, again, you know, we went, we had seats. They're like nosebleed seats. And you always get the nosebleeds, huh? Sure. Uh, yeah, apparently, right? Yeah. Um, and him and I are similar that I will um, try to get different seats than what I actually purchased, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, that's kind of shady. So, you know, <laughs> like, oh, man, shoot. Probably shouldn't do that. Um but we did, I guess. And um, so, um, you know, we we're looking around and we saw some open seats and we thought, well, if no one's sitting there and if someone comes, we'll move, you yeah. know, no problem yeah. at all because they're really not our seats and everything. And so uh, we sat there, no one talked to us, no one asked us or anything. And so it, it was, um, you know, kind of dead center. And it was just a really cool, again, and like you said, you know, really a lot of things to take in. I, I enjoy people watching the showmanship of the killers was killer. Um, and just the whole show was just so well put together yeah. and just, you know, one of those, and you know, again, like you said, you know, it, it was an experience to be able to remember, you know, and even uh, I was able to connect with my friends um, and, um, you know, build a memory that I think will probably be at least for a good amount of years, you know, to come to yeah. be able to remember that and everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, just thinking about concerts and uh, memorable experiences. I, I feel like if I didn't mention a uh, concert I went to in Atlanta back in, must've been 2000, 2001. Uh, it, I'd be, I mean, this concert, this concert, it was, it was life changing for me. Okay. So 2001, that's 19 years ago. Yeah. Obviously life changing. So let's hear about it. Yeah. So, um, we're actually there. I'm I'm there with my youth group from church. Okay. All right. And uh, we're there for a whole week in Atlanta, Georgia. Are you a chaperone or? No, I am a high school student. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not a chaperone. I definitely, I needed to be chaperone. Yeah, if you, know what I mean. a, you probably still do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so middle of the summer, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, anybody that's been to Atlanta in like July understands that the temperature a little warm. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like 130, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Actually, on this trip, I remember we played a lot of ultimate frisbee on the tennis courts. Ooh. And there was one afternoon I was pretty stupid, and I played barefoot. Ooh, That hurt. Um, that hurt for a couple of days. But anyways, so there's like thousands of other high school students at this thing, right, all week. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, and so we're in the Georgia Tech basketball stadium. I want to say it's like Wednesday or Thursday. So we've been there a couple of days. And uh, this this up and coming Christian artist named Chris Tomlin 
is uh, he's playing music. Right? 2001, Chris Hamlin was not up and coming. He was, at, he was at, up there, man. Not at, nah, no, nah, man. Oh, he nah. had to have been. Absolutely. No, no, man. I'm telling you, this is like, all right. This okay. is like his first album was coming out kind of a deal. All right. Uh, if if that's not true, he was up and coming to me because I didn't really care. So we'll much fact about, check it on Wikipedia. Yeah, Snopes or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so so Chris Tomlin, this uh, this guy I'd never heard of before. So that's why to me he was up and coming. Okay. Uh, but he's up there uh, in front of thousands of like high school students and their chaperones. Okay. And uh, you know Wednesday Thursday felt like 130 degrees outside. We're packed in the Georgia Tech basketball stadium, uh, middle of the song, right? Like, like it's one of those lasers and smoke and what everything you can imagine for a concert is going on, and then power goes out. Oh, like pitch, pitch really? Black, wow, like pitch black. And I, I remember in this moment thinking, I'm about to die. Like, like I thought. I'm going to get trampled to death by everybody trying to get out of this building. Like we can't see. Wow. That's a big jump. Right. But like there were thousands of us packed in here. Mm -hmm. There was no lighting whatsoever. It was pitch black. And I just, I had this fear came over me of I'm about to die. Okay. And uh, I didn't, you know, obviously. Obviously. Um, And in that moment of like fear, I slowly realized that everybody else in the stadium, like all thousand plus people that were mm-hmm. in the stadium, uh, they were all singing the song that Chris Tomlin had been singing up on stage. And it just went round and round. Okay, cool. And round. Like uh-huh. no, nobody like on a microphone, pitch black voices, just singing out this song. And then it erupted into like cheers. There was, I think I was the only one afraid for my life in this moment. <laughs> Everybody else started cheering and it was life changing to me because I just, that's the moment when I realized like, man, there must be a God because these people are, are still okay. singing Interesting. a song to God. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and as I'm realizing that, I just, I, I remember uh, just feeling like God was speaking and talking directly to me. Cool. So, okay. A lot more to that story, but to me, that concert, uh, that experience was life changing. Cool. It set me on a journey that I never saw. You know, being on nineteen yeah, years later. Yeah. Sure. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. Super cool. So um, maybe let's dive in a little bit uh, into that that have marked our lives. What is that in our lives, and what is that you know kind of what does that mean for us? What do you think? should we maybe gear our lives around those big events or I don't think we, we can base our lives around big events. Okay. Uh, big events can be turning points. They can shift momentum certainly. Okay. But if we're just living life, big event to big event, we're going to have a lot of like time in between a feeling like, what am I doing? You know, because yeah, like, cause your you know, experience was in 2001 and we're 20 years right. later, you know? <laughs> right. And, and you don't know when those big events or those, mm-hmm. those things are going to happen. And so 
and it might not meet your expectations either, right? So sure. like you might be thinking, this is going to be a huge event, and then it just fails completely, and it's not sure. a huge event in your life. Uh, and so I just think you have to you have to experience the event, realize what it is, and, and take it for what it's worth, and allow it to shape you moving forward. But you can't sit there and and say like, ah, I'm just going to hold on for the next big event and, and go from there. Sure. So. So what are we doing? Um, I mean, I have a couple ideas with what we're doing in between events. Um, but what would you say? Um, what do you do in between those big events? And what if one of those big events is such a letdown? <laughs> you yeah. know, you're like, this is gonna be an awesome show. And the power goes out. And it's not hundreds of people singing a song together. Yeah, I had a, a, a mentor in high school that uh you know you'd you'd walk up to him and you'd say hey dr chuck how you doing today and he would always respond like a million it's great to be alive and i'll i'll never like forget when i just i asked him like why do you say that yeah and he's like well because every day i have breath okay. and that's a big deal sure like, to wake up in the in the morning with breath is a big deal. And so if you start thinking about life that way, like every morning is a big event in your life. And so uh, I think Dr. Chuck, who's no longer with us, I think he would say uh, every day is, is an opportunity to live the event that you want to live, to make it the best that you can and to live it to the maximum or to the sure. fullest or however you want to say that phrase uh, and to make the most of every opportunity because you don't know when it's your last and and why sit around waiting for the potential of a big event when you have the opportunity every day to experience the fullness of life sure yeah yeah i think that's great i've um i've actually been listening to um a podcast about um one's about just enneagrams mm -hmm. like your own enneagram and everything and then one's about uh from the same lady and her husband uh it's a parenting Enneagram, you know, kind of a thing. Do you and, have to know your kid's number to? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, okay. They're actually talking about like, you shouldn't, because um, most people will probably, and even personality wise outside of like, quote unquote, Enneagram, you know, you're going to, um, you're going to parent uh, based off of your own personality, you know? So like, I'm an extrovert, so I'm going to base everything off of, my kids should be an extrovert, you know, however, on the other side of it, my wife is an introvert. And so maybe they're picking up her traits and everything. And so, yeah. you know, finding that balance, but they're they talking up your wife's traits. They're probably better off more than likely, more than likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they're talking about, um, so I'm an eight, seven, I guess. Um, I don't like, not like super into the Enneagram and everything. Cause I don't, I don't like being, one, I don't like being pigeonholed into something and don't like that ability to not, you know, kind of grow and move. I yeah. think that you should be able to grow and like kind of have like a little piece of everything, you know, try and try to have all of the pie, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, they're talking about um, uh, experiencing moments. So mm -hmm. our kids, you know, we don't remember as a kid, I'll remember a moment 
you know, and, you know, just like you're talking about, you know, just a minute ago, you know, we remember these moments of, I remember this, you know, you probably don't remember that whole trip to Atlanta, you know, but you remember the power going out, you know, things like that. And I think, you know, and so I'm trying to realize moments. Okay. I'm going to try to grab moments and I might remember some of these moments with my kids, mm-hmm. but I might not. And that's okay. But maybe they will remember a moment that they're having with me and be, a, be able, you know, when they're 30 years old and be able to say, yeah, I remember, you know, my dad would, um, he would, <laughs> um, uh, uh, sit upside down, you know, with us and, you know, kind of like stand on our head together and roll a ball. You know, like, I mean, we're outside today after they got home from the babysitter and we rolled a ball like, you know, between your legs and my head was on the ground and they thought it was hilarious. And so it's, you know, kind of trying to capture those moments. And I think that, you know, kind of just in our life as well, that we got to capture those moments, you know, and yeah, we might, you know, remember them in 20 years, maybe not, but, you know, trying to, okay, I'm just going to kind of live in this moment because this is what I have right now. Just like Dr. Chuck, was it? Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, he's saying, Hey, I got breath. You know, I'm saying I I got this time with my kids, you know, and I have, you know, the ability to, we can run around outside and have fun and then, you know, kind of move on from there. But it's like, yeah, I, you know, definitely agree. I have air in my lungs. So why not try to make the best of, you know, kind of any situation that we are in, I think good or bad, you know, is a, you know, yeah, I think a pivotal thing. Yeah. And the other thing too, to remember is uh, moments that maybe have little meaning to you mm-hmm. might have significant meaning to the, the other people with you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't know, you don't know what kind of an impact that moment is having on the people that are with you. Uh, and, and so you want to be fully present for their sake, just as much as your own. Sure. Oh yeah. So John, you, you brought up the Enneagram, you're a eight, seven, you said, which I think yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that for sure. Okay. Uh, it, but you know, that's kind of one of those things that's popular to talk about these sure. days. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have the Myers-Briggs or, or Strengths Finder or some of these other things as well. Yep. Um, I'm interested. Would you want to talk about traits, Enneagram, strengths, weaknesses of all those kind of things and how they play out in people? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm no expert in it, but we could do that. Um, I feel you know, like if you know people and, and you've seen people interact, you can kind of see how, how some of these things play out in practical sure. ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. So I guess we'll leave at that point and come back to that in our next podcast, talking about Enneagrams and personality traits, you know, understanding each other, I think mm-hmm. is a really, when it comes down to it, the, the core of it all is understanding each other and ourselves. Yeah. So I think it's a great idea, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, I think that we'll close up this podcast chit chat and next week we'll kind of jump into that in a little deeper sense And uh, that's a great idea, Mike. And everyone, we appreciate you guys listening. Would love for you guys to subscribe, uh, like, comment, uh, share our podcast with anyone 
uh, if you find this interesting. And um, remember that no matter who you are and what you've done or how average you think you are, we believe that you can make a difference in someone's life. See you guys later.